friends, I'm Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. This podcast is all about helping Colorado-based small business owners, entrepreneurs, realtors, and professionals discover the strategies and systems that take their marketing to all new heights. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to Rocky Mountain Marketing. Today, my guest is Casey Cheshire. Casey is a marketer, a serial entrepreneur, and an adventurer. He has been an EO for close to 10 years and counts his relationships as a key reason for his continued success. Casey's passion for podcasting led him to founding Ringmaster Conversational Marketing. And Ringmaster helps B2B businesses launch podcasts that drive growth and revenue. Casey, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I am so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. And you know, you and I have had the opportunity to talk before we hit record here. And I know that you're going to share a lot of great tips for today's listeners. And you know, we both come from podcasting. So we yeah. both enjoy talking to each other and, and hearing conversations. And before we dive into what it is that uh, Ringmaster Conversational Marketing does, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us where you grew up and what life was like growing up for you. Sure. So I'm a longtime marketer. And I think I started out as a a technical communicator. I always liked messing around with things back in the day. I don't know if those listening remember America Online, where <laughs> the internet was limited to like 20 hours a week or something. But I always remembered having a good time on the internet. And then I always liked people. And so I thought, hey, why not You know, find jobs and degrees and different things that could combine the two of those? And that's what really led me to marketing. You know, and I think that with me, I didn't ever expect to be in marketing. I went to school to be a sports reporter and I landed my dream job right out of, out of college. I was the sports reporter for 850 KOA here in Denver. And, you know, I think that sometimes we might not realize what we're really passionate about until we get older and kind of start navigating through the world and seeing what really uh, draws us in. So what took you along your, your career journey to where you started out to what led to where you are today? Same. I, I, love, I love the way you bring that up. It, yeah. It, it was all about just trying different things. My resume used to have just a, a spread of all the, I've tried HR, PR, recruiting, sales, marketing, you know, all these different roles. And I once had a, a job interviewer tell me that my resume read like a circus clown. And <laughs> I guess the joke's on him because my company's called Ringmaster now, but but yeah, I, I tried a lot of different things. And I think, you know, for those listening that haven't found that that thing yet, you might have already found it. It's the thing you won't shut up about. That either your friends or your spouses or anyone important to you are like, yeah, yeah, they're talking about this again. <laughs> well, that's usually the thing. And if you if you have if you have that kind of thing in your life, you're blessed. If you haven't found it yet, just keep trying things out. Yeah. And with that, let's talk to a little bit about what kind of drove you and I to, to book this call here and bring you on to Rocky Mountain Marketing. Cause you know, you're an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur, but it's the whole process of getting the right people in to buy from you. Like, how do you find that audience to come into your sphere? How do you find them to come into your business? So you brought up something in our first call about the importance of interviewing your buyers. And I think that was a really great way of putting it when you're trying to get your business started and trying to do business with the right people. Yeah. I think the big thing is we don't really know our customers. I think we, and I'm guilty of this. So believe me, I'm first in line at the punishment table for not understanding our customers. Decades in marketing and you know, at least 10 years or more 
doing marketing automation and scaling and automating and nurturing and all these emails flying around here and there. But at one point I had to really check myself because I think I was assuming what the biggest challenge of my customer was. I was assuming the way they like to be communicated. You know, it's whenever you see a, an ad or maybe a Super Bowl ad and you're like, that ad is terrible. <laughs> well, maybe it was, or maybe it just wasn't for you. But that's a reminder that maybe you're not your own ideal customer. You probably aren't unless you're marketers selling to marketers. <laughs> and if you are, you may still not be a fit. But I think I, I had fallen into the trap thinking that, well, if I like this ad, I'm sure everyone else will without ever talking to them. And I think sometimes the sales folks of the world, they're just talking to customers constantly. And so marketing, we think well, we can just kind of hang out and not ever have a conversation. So we're, we're stuck with bias. We're stuck with assumptions. You know, the whole phrase of what happens when you assume about your customer. I mean, nothing good comes from that. And so in the end, what you have is these ineffectual marketing campaigns that are taking stabs in the air. And it's like throwing spaghetti against the wall. You have no idea. And then you're hoping that some click metric will show you that you've stumbled upon the right answer. Yeah. And you know, I think that it's so true. You're like, unless you're a marketer trying to do business with other marketers, you think you know what it is that maybe your your ideal client and customer wants to buy. But I think that it's that's one of the biggest problems is how do you put the right messaging out there? How do you find what your ideal client and customer will resonate with? What are some of your suggestions for people that might be saying, yeah, you know, I feel like I've put together a bunch of lead magnets. I've thrown ads out there in the mailers and I still have crickets. Yeah. If your emails aren't working, this is why. If your landing pages aren't working, this is why. If the print mail, if the event invitation, the webinar invites, if you're getting tiny click-through rates, if you're getting a terrible conversion rate, if the cost per acquisition is way too high, the reason is you're, you're not talking to them. you you know, and, and it reminds me of one of those situations where you know, it's like the peanuts where there's a cartoon and, and if the adults were talking, it was like this wah, 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 and you couldn't quite hear what they were saying, but that's what it sounded like. It, it's like we're doing that to our customers with this sort of pie in the sky type talk. We're not using their words, we're using ours. So the way to stop that immediately is we have to use their words, right? Don't invent your own vocabulary. Use vocabulary that they tell you. And the only way to get them to tell you this is by asking them questions, either in person, online, on a Zoom call. You need to have a conversation with them. A survey will not do it. It simply will not do it. And I, and I realized this because survey questions, and I got one recently that was hilarious. It said something like, why did you buy this product? Or what, you know, what stood out the most to you? It gave me four options. No other option. No, none of the above. Just four options. Those four options were not the answer. There was another thing that was actually the reason why. And it was very clear to me that the other thing was the reason why. But this company's not ever going to know that, right? Because they picked four. And now I have to pick one of those four, which just leads into more of their bias. Well, 31% chose this answer. Yeah, but they didn't have any other option. And so we create all these little systems to try to get information when really you just need to stop being shy for a second. Introverted, extroverted, whatever the case, we need to have some conversations with our customers. I love that because with one well, might be because I come from interviewing people, but that I think once I stopped showing up for sales calls for a sale and showed up for an interview, it made a world of difference because I knew exactly what the problem was. I heard their story. I knew where they were struggling and I could tailor the pitch to fit their needs. I think that as business owners, one of the biggest skills that we're missing out on is, is listening. 
So how do you help people or what is your advice for someone who is like, okay, how do I'm not a one-to-one sales or I'm not a one-to-one business. How can I listen for that one-to-many to make sure that I am covering all my bases? How can I make sure I can direct the, my messaging for all my different clients? Yeah. the answer is very simply, it's a podcast. This is like, there's no better way to have consistent conversations with your customers than a podcast. And you know, I don't know how many decades I've spent doing marketing. The idea of it just blows my mind and I'm super excited about it. It has become that thing I won't shut up about because when I think about all the hard work everyone has to do, companies large and small, we're trying to, we're playing several games, right? We're playing several games with our prospects. First, the first game is notice me, right? Notice me in this sea of people, notice me. And I don't know if anyone listening is like me when you're trying to find the ketchup in the fridge and for some reason it's right in front of you, but you can't see it, right? <laughs> but that's how our customers are. There's all this stuff in the fridge, all trying to get their attention. We're waving our flags, beeping horns at them, sending them socks as a part of an ABM campaign, all trying to get their attention to notice me. But then it's not over once they notice you. The next game that we had to play is please get on the phone with me, right? Which is an even harder game. And so what's crazy is all this window dressing the idea of account-based marketing, all these other programs, um, ads here, nurture campaigns there, emails here, it all comes down to, please get on the phone with me, right? So even if we do all these amazing marketing campaigns, someone in sales still has to harass the person or somehow, some way we need to get them on the phone. And people don't want to get on the phone. It's this impossible game. And we're competing with other people too. So not only are we saying, notice me and get on the phone with me, but we're saying, don't listen to them, right? All the other people trying to get your attention, either competitors or just other things that want your attention, don't pay attention to any of them, but just notice me and get on the phone with me, right? It's like really hard. And mm -hmm. no wonder we spend tons of money. No wonder marketing gets fired first because we don't justify our spend or anything, but it's because we don't know our customer. And I spent, yeah, I think it was over the course of just getting a coffee with one customer at a Starbucks one time, it completely changed my mind. And I realized, oh, there's this one piece of thing I need to communicate in their marketing campaigns and it'll totally change the game for them and for that client. And, and it did. So all I needed was just a few minutes of their time, but nobody wants to give us time, right? So the flip is instead of trying to take time, we give time. And one of my favorite quotes is by a really smart guy named Dan Sullivan. And he says, everyone is competing to get your attention, but no one is competing to give you attention. And if you think about that, Everyone is. They're doing the notice me game. Notice me, notice me. I'm, it's all about me, right? But if you stop and say, look, it isn't about you. It was never about you. It's about them. And you say, nope, not about me. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about my product. Let me hear about you. Tell me what are your challenges? What are your, your latest wins? And you just give people time and attention on a podcast, on a conversation like this, then man, not only will they get on that call, their calendar goes from being busy until May to being like, I'm free tomorrow a.m., right? So their, their schedule frees up and then they're happy to be on the phone. They'll, t they'll answer any question you have, including ones that really help your marketing out. And at the end of the whole thing, they'll be grateful for the experience. Like how else can you get that? There's no other way. It's a different game. There's no notice me. There's no talk to me on the phone. It's literally, let me give you my time and attention. And then from there comes a relationship. And then it's all uphill or downhill from there. It's all just cruising along and you, and you sell business and grow re revenue. It's just amazing. So, Well, and Casey, one of the things that 
I think a lot of business owners struggle with is wait a second. So you saying I should start a podcast. I don't even know where to start. And I think that that is one of the biggest hurdles for podcasting and, and that and, and the consistency, but we won't even get into that. It's just getting started can seem very yeah. daunting. I know that that was what held me up from starting this podcast. It was something that was on my bucket list for years. And it wasn't until April of 2020, when so many of us were given the gift of time that I finally just went ahead, ordered a microphone off of Amazon and just gave it a shot. And, you know, we've got over a hundred episodes now, but I think that that is one of the biggest struggles. It's like, well, I don't even know what I would say. I don't know how I would even get started. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, but I think that, you know, you don't need to have an hour long podcast. You'll need to have a half hour podcast. You can have a 10 minute podcast, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on people that are saying like, well, I hear what you're saying, Kathy. I'm intrigued. I just don't know if I'm all in yet. Yeah. Yeah. What's the goal, right? This is always helpful. And I've always had, you know, we talked to coaching earlier. If you have a good coach and you tell them this whole problem, tell them this whole story and they go back and they're like, what's the goal? What are you trying to accomplish here? And you're like, ah, I knew you were going to ask that. It's probably the right question to ask, but I don't don't know the answer. It's one of those questions where you're like, yeah, I got to I got to answer that. What's the goal here? Is the goal to connect with a customer and to learn what their problems are so you can more effectively one solve them with your product, two communicate how clearly you can do it with their words not yours, right? To learn from them and one of the biggest things that happens is you connect with them and they just buy from you directly. Because why not? Now we trust each other. We've we've removed a lot of the risk here. We like each other. Let's do business together, right? So there's well, in all case these things that come from it. you bring up a good point. There's something powerful about voice. There's yeah. something powerful about hearing someone talk. And I think that when you are podcasting, if you're if video isn't for you, even if video is for you, if you hear somebody podcasting and you can hear the passion in their voice about a topic, you can hear the knowledge. You can tell when someone is reading something off of Google. Mm -hmm. But there's something powerful about hearing someone's excitement, their disappointment, their confusion happen when they're talking. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. It's so authentic, right? And I think we get back to the authenticity of just real humans. And a lot of people talk about human to human marketing. Hey, we're all just people in the end. But the idea is it doesn't have to be some highly edited. And look, we're, we're all fans of those really cool podcasts like Serial or, or This American Life. There's some really edited story narrative type podcasts. It doesn't have to be like that. Literally, it can just be an interview format where it's just two people having a conversation. And my favorite format is not the super edited kind either. It's more of that just hit record, let it ride. And if I blabber on to your point, at least I'll hopefully convey the passion at the same time. But the two people trying to come up with an answer together is just a fascinating thing. And, and when you experience that, you really can connect. I 100% agree. And I think that that's where, you know, I, I try to do one solo podcast per quarter because I love the conversations that happen with my guest interviews, the stuff that I can learn, the stuff that we can share and talk about together and kind of brainstorm, you know, live. I think that it, it really helps having someone that you can talk to. And if you're, let's say you're a real estate agent, and I think this, if you're a real estate agent and you don't have a podcast, my goodness. You, you need to get started. <laughs> start Literally it now because start today. Yeah. You have an arsenal of people that you can interview and talk about and think, you know, so many different discussions. You can interview the local coffee shop and you can interview the local florist and then you can interview a mortgage person. I mean, the guest opportunities are endless. And I think the more you put yourself out there, the more you start talking with other people 
in your industry that are, that can share tips, share value. It's going to help everyone. It's going to help your listeners and it's going to really help you. Totally. And it's a misconception to think that it won't and, or that people won't accept people. Absolutely. They'll be tickled pink to be a guest, to be a star on your show. And man, you nailed it with the idea of the partnerships that you can form with a podcast, not just even direct customers, but if you're personal or residential realtor, yeah, you're not necessarily interviewing every person you place with a house, but man, every two-point mortgage broker, the photographer, the, the banker, there's all sorts of people you can <laughs> you can talk to and it might start sending business your way and, and vice versa just by giving them that attention. But I wanted to go back to that initial question about starting. And I said, okay, you got to make sure we know what the goal is. But if the goal is to connect with somebody else, with an ideal customer, you don't need too much to have that get started. And a good friend of mine named Chris Kermitsos is this podcast nerd. He has this event called PodFest which is just, it's all about podcast. I'm, I'm actually going to be there. Um, Are I'm you going leading, to that? I'm, I will be there. I'm going to be leading a Are you panel speaking, right? Are you going to speak? Yes, I am. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So you know, Chris, um, and PodFest and all this, he has a book that's brilliant. And it's Start Ugly, right? Start Ugly. Just do, just do it. It's ugly. I know you'll think, oh, it's ugly. But again, it's not about you. You'll have time to make it pretty. You just need to be fancy enough so that your guest is still thrilled to be on it, right? You need to clean up the office a little bit. Make sure that they're, they're happy to be on the podcast, but just get started. Just hitting record on the Zoom and saying, I'd love to you know, interview you. This is going to turn into a podcast. Don't have all, all the particulars. And then start your first couple ones with some favorite customers and favorite partner relationship folks. People who will join you on a podcast that doesn't even exist yet. Those are your safe ones. But you know what? Soon after those three are listed... I, I got um, this amazing uh, marketer, Adele Ravella, who wrote the book Buyer Personas. And she joined, I think, episode three of mine. Like I'm on that 300 now, but she joined three and I had no business talking to her, at least in my mind. Here's this person who's written this world famous book. She's like, yeah, I'll be on your podcast episode. I'll be episode three on that thing. But man, does she taught me live on that thing all about buyer personas and well, now, I can't say enough about that. But yeah, literally, you'll have the most amazing people join you right out of the gate. You don't even need to worry or obsess about it. Yes, there's a lot of little details, but you can figure those out over time. You know, my group, we have a launch program and there's 38 steps to it. But those 38 steps are ones that we're doing for you as opposed to you needing to do them. So yeah, there's a lot of things. Don't worry too much about the gear and, and the recording. There's apps you can do it by yourself. You can work with a group. You want some kind of microphone. It doesn't have to be Joe Rogan's microphone, but it could be a pretty <laughs> decent one. Don't get a Yeti. Don't get a snowball. Anything other than that will be fine. So yeah, just get started a little bit and you'll be surprised even if those episodes, even if you never publish them or just the fact that you've had those conversations will just completely change your mind. Well, Casey, this has been such an awesome conversation. Before we start wrapping up, if anyone's listening right now and they're like, all right, you've, you've kind of sold me on being a better listener for my sales calls. You've kind of sold me on, on maybe trying to start a podcast. Maybe this is a great outlet for me to gain new business and bet, have better marketing. So I'm talking directly to my ideal client and customer. What is the one final piece of advice that you want to give to our listeners for today's show? Final advice. The final advice is have a conversation with like one customer this week. Have that conversation. You'll be surprised 
that really the obstacle is the way. And as soon as you start having those conversations, you're going to find it. It's like rocket fuel for every single marketing campaign, every single sales call you ever do just starts by starting to have a few conversations. So start having those conversations and you'll be amazed at how fast you grow. Casey, thank you again so much for coming on the show today. Where can we find out more about you and your business online? Absolutely. So Ringmaster, we create, design, launch B2B podcasts for consultants, for professionals and brands. And then we produce them and we do a lot a lot of that. And we do all the social and the idea is we do it all for you. So you don't have to do anything. You just show up and meet that customer and have a great conversation. We take care of all the rest. Um, you can find us at ringmaster.com. And my email is Casey at ringmaster.com. If you want to just send me any questions you have or want to hear more about the details or hear some horror stories or some happy stories, happy to chat with you. And then I've got a couple podcasts, but the one that I recommend you check out, it's kind of the model that I use is the Hardcore Marketing Show. And core is spelled like the Marine Corps. And yeah, I'll see you on that. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Casey, so much for coming on the show today. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you. This is a really cool format. I love what you got here. Uh, you've got great questions, great follow-up. Uh, really, anyone listening to this already knows how to do a podcast if they've been listening to you for a bit, right? So listen to this podcast. This is your primer. You've got what it takes. You've heard some great podcasts and go out and do it. Ah, starting a podcast. Yes, it seems so incredibly daunting, but really it is easier than ever. The hardest part is just getting started. And I know this from experience. Like I said, during the interview with Casey, I was wanting to start a podcast for years, but I just didn't know how to start. Once I started my podcast, it helped me craft my message. It helped me make new connections with other industry leaders and professionals, people that I'd seen speak on stages before, other entrepreneurs in Denver that I could do business with, opening doors I never thought were possible all because of a podcast. So I 100% agree with what Casey said about starting a podcast is a great way not to just get out there and get more leads in the door, but to really craft your message, to hear what, what is it that your ideal client and customer is struggling with. And if you're a realtor, I 100% agree. Having a podcast, it's a no-brainer. It makes perfect sense to have a podcast of your own. And it doesn't need to be 30 minutes like this one here, like Rocky Mountain Marketing is. I shoot for the 20-minute mark, but you can have a podcast that's 10 minutes long. You going in there and sharing a tip or a quick takeaway. There is no magic length on what a good podcast is. It's all up to you. As a content creator, it's all up to you. So huge thank you to Casey for joining me on the show today. If you are on the fence, if you don't know what the next step is, if you want to get more leads in the door, if you want to craft your messaging, if you want to make sure that you're solving your ideal client and customer's problems, what better place to start than a podcast? And for those of you that are interested, as I mentioned during the show, I will be at PodFest. I'm going to be leading a panel on social audio I've included a discount code for all of my listeners here on Rocky Mountain Marketing. If you are interested in attending PodFest and attending one of the, the world's largest podcast conferences out there, check out the show notes, get 20% off of your ticket using the code RMM. And again, the link and the code 
are in today's show notes. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. As always, I'd love to hear from you. You can visit my website at www.nextstepsocialcommunications.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, or check me out on Instagram. Let's keep taking your marketing to new heights.